Hello and welcome to the Doc Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mike DeLuke, and it's my mission to help you lead a happier, healthier, and more prosperous life, both personally and professionally. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Doc Podcast. Today, I'm not actually going to have a guest with me. Instead, we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about getting to know your personal financial status. After my episodes aired with my CPA, John Vento, and my financial advisor, Justin Smith, I've had a lot of the audience reach out to me and ask really great questions about how to put action steps into place to achieve financial freedom, as my wife, Renee, and I did. In order to do so, one of the things that we talked about uh, with Justin specifically was developing a balance sheet or your financial report card. So in order to do that, I decided to take the form that we use, clear our information out, and make it available to you. So if you go to the doc website, theorthocoach.com, and click on the QR code or the link, you'll be able to open up a free copy of a balance sheet. And what I'm going to do is take a little bit of time today to talk more about how to navigate that and fill it out, as well as give you a little bit of background of the importance of this exercise. It's striking how few people know their personal financial status. In other words, what I mean by that is, if I asked you now, do you know your monthly cash flow and your net worth, what would your answer be? How about if I asked you the amount of money you'll need to retire and at what age you're going to be able to work because you want to, not because you have to. That's the point at which you reach financial freedom, when you work because you want to, not because you have to. My CPA, John Vento, he wrote a book and he refers to that point as point X. For most of us, if we're completely honest with ourselves, the answers to those questions I just asked is no. See, in all our years of school, most people aren't really ever taught to learn anything about their personal finance, fiscal responsibility, or how to work towards achieving financial freedom. And the numbers bear that out. According to a survey of 1,006 adults ages 18 and older, it was conducted in 2023 by the website Credit Karma. 67% of respondents said they don't currently track their net worth. 51% said they don't even know how to calculate their net worth. 38% of Gen Zers and 33% of millennials believe the term net worth only applies to wealthy or rich people. And 56% don't believe knowing their net worth is even important. Furthermore, perhaps most shocking, 30% of Gen Zers said they care more about celebrities' net worth than their very own. Unfortunately, those celebrities aren't going to be around to care for you when you want to retire. The crazy thing is it's actually really easy to calculate your cash flow and net worth once you have the right tools to do it. And that's where the balance sheet comes in. As I said, just go to theorthocoach.com, click on the QR code or the link provided, and you'll be able to get access to this amazing free resource. I'm also going to take a moment now to just explain how to fill it out. Because I found that as I was telling people to fill out a balance sheet, a lot of them didn't really even know where to start, where to begin. So I'm going to take a moment now to do an exercise I do with a lot of residents when I teach. And that is, let's go through the components of a balance sheet and how you can go about figuring it out to calculate your cash flow and your net worth. Before we start, 
I want to address the question I get asked all the time, which is, Mike, why do we need to know this? Isn't this something my accountant or my financial advisor should be doing for me? And the answer to that is simple. Your finances are your responsibility. No one else's. You need to know where you are at financially and where you want to be in the future before you can have others help figure out what you need to do to get there. It's no different than say you wanna lose weight, lower your blood pressure or your cholesterol. You have to know your starting numbers before you know how much you need to change, how much you need to lose, before you can even measure progress as you're making it. Once you know that baseline, your doctor can then help you figure out how to get there, analogous to what your CPA and your uh, financial advisor can do. But if you don't know your starting point or where you wanna end up, there's not much an accountant, financial advisor, or doctor are going to be able to do to help you. Once you've gone to the website and downloaded the free copy of the balance sheet, I want you to fill it out as soon as possible. Take your time doing it, and it's so important you make sure all the information that you input is accurate and thorough. Otherwise, it's like weighing yourself on an inaccurate scale. After it's complete and accurate and you've ensured that, I want you to review it carefully and use that information, which we're going to talk about, to set goals regarding how you're going to make the necessary change to allow you to achieve financial freedom in the time frame you determine or desire. Then I want you to review and revise this balance sheet at least annually. It will be one of the most important decisions you make for your financial future. So let's get into how to fill out the doc balance sheet. So once you've downloaded it, you'll notice that it has four parts, income, expenses, assets, and liabilities. There's a fifth tab on there that's labeled balance sheet, which is a summation of all the information that you've entered. This sheet will automatically calculate your cash flow, which is your income minus your expenses, and your net worth, which is your assets minus your liabilities. So let's start with income, the first sheet. Income's pretty straightforward, right? It's the money you make. There are two primary types of income, earned and passive. Earned income is the money you get paid to perform a job or a task. Passive income is the money you make from a source other than an employer or a contractor. Second part is expenses. Expenses are also pretty straightforward. It's the money you spend. But what I find is people tend to leave out a lot of expenses. They don't think they spend as much as they do. So it is so important to include all the money you spend. Suggestion I found works very well for people is if you pull 12 months, one year of credit card receipts, or credit card statements and bank statements to assist in this process. Because it really is easy to just kind of forget about some of those incidental expenses that you incur throughout the year. And you may say, well, Mike, in June, I had to put new tires on my car. So it cost, you know, at that point, $2,000. How do I do that? Well, you can just average that over the month. So you would just divide the 12 into 2,000 and make that your monthly expense for add to your car repair. And then maybe you needed an oil change and so forth. So the best way to do it is just add up those expenses in that line item that I've given you on the spreadsheet and then just divide it by 12 and you've got your monthly average. As an aside, a huge way to keep your finances under control and get ahead in this financial game is to minimize your expenses. 
I realize that can be easier said than done, but it is so important that you don't spend more than you make. In fact, you should actually spend significantly less than you make and save the difference. Developing these good spending and and saving habits and managing your cash flow, which is the difference between what you make and what you spend, is the key to financial success. No matter who you listen to or what guru out there you listen to about finance, you can't get ahead unless you put yourself in a situation of positive cash flow. In addition, since taxes are typically our largest expense, with John Vento, which John Vento went into in detail, it's really important that you're aware of both the federal and state taxes, if you're in a state that has a state tax, uh, that you pay, uh, as well as the self-employment tax that you pay. And you pay, that, you pay half of that even if you're not self-employed. If you're self-employed, you pay all of it, the 15.3%. So it's important that you include that uh, and put that into your expenses because, as you know from John, taxes are your single biggest expense. As I mentioned before, when you take these two numbers that we now have, our income and our expenses, and you subtract your expenses from your income, you get your cash flow. If you have a positive number, you have positive cash flow. If you have a negative number, you have negative cash flow. The greater your cash flow, the more you can put towards building your assets, and the more quickly you'll reach financial freedom. So while we're on the topic of assets, let's get into that as the third and next part. An asset is something you own that has value and or can be used to produce positive economic value. In other words, something that puts money in your pocket is an easy way to think about it. So examples would be cash on hand, stocks, bonds, real estate, businesses, etc. It technically also includes items like jewelry, automobiles, boats, luxury items such as that. I find these are tricky, though, because you're not typically going to sell them for profit, so they rarely produce a positive economic value, not to mention that the latter two, automobiles and boats, depreciate in value over time, almost all do, Uh, and so they're not really great investments, but technically they are assets, so you can include them. However, with the caveat that if these items make up a large percentage of your asset pool, then that is certainly a cause for concern. Lastly, let's look at the fourth area, and that's liabilities. A liability is a financial obligation or debt for which you are responsible. In other words, it's something that takes money out of your pocket. Examples include student loans, bank debt, mortgage debt, automobile debt, credit card debt, etc. So as I stated before, to determine your net worth, you just simply subtract your liabilities from your assets, and the doc balance sheet's going to do that from you automatically. If it's a positive number, you have a positive net worth. If it's a negative number, you have a negative net worth. And that's literally it. That's all you need to do to calculate your cash flow and net worth and complete your balance sheet. So conceptually, that's really easy, right? It's not hard to do that. But emotionally, this can be pretty challenging, especially if you don't have the best numbers. If you're spending more than you make and or you have more liabilities than assets or a negative net worth, can be pretty humbling. It's kind of like realizing you're, you go to the doctor and they tell you you're 50 pounds overweight or your cholesterol is 50 points too high. It's not something you really want to hear. But if, those, if that's the case and that's the reality, you need to hear it because you can't improve if you don't know where you're starting. This is just the starting point. So when you complete this exercise, you're just figuring out your baseline. You're also way ahead of the majority of Americans, as the research from Credit Karma indicated. 
and you've taken the first and most important step in your journey to achieving financial stability and freedom. So I've told this story before in, in some of my podcasts and my lectures, but 20 years ago, my wife Renee and I sat down to do this exact exercise for the first time ever. Now let's just say it was rough. In fact, it was pretty miserable. We literally went through a bottle of wine while we were doing it uh, to, to try to numb the pain. But our income was kind of equal to our expenses, uh, and it was essentially equal, and we had zero assets as well as significant student loan debt. So we had no cash flow and a very negative net worth. It sucked to see it, plain and simple. It wasn't fun. But seeing that reality is what motivated us to do better and allowed us to set the goals that we needed to set to take the appropriate action steps to change our financial circumstances. I'm happy and proud to say that we're now financially free and we work because we want to, not because we need to. And to be honest, it feels great, it really does. We also do still update our balance sheet every single year. In fact, we just finished it last week. The thing that's different about it is instead of being so humbling and painful, it's now actually kind of fun year after year to track your progress and watch your net worth grow and watch your financial report card get better and better and better because of the disciplined spending investing and investing that you're going to do along the way. Renee and I both believe that we wouldn't have achieved financial freedom as quickly as we did, if ever, had we not seen just how bad the numbers were years ago. But the key is to start this process today. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not next year, today. It's time for you to leave behind that two thirds of Americans who don't know their net worth and join the one third who do. So in addition to a link to the doc website and the balance sheet, I'm going to include in the show notes an episode, the episodes of the doc podcast that I referenced with my accountant, uh, John Bento, and my financial advisor, Justin Smith. Uh, they offer amazing and valuable tax-related and financial information that really will help you set and achieve your financial goals as you work toward improving your financial literacy and situation. Lastly, I'll also put a link to my Motivational Monday that I did early on in the Doc Podcast platform uh, that's on delayed gratification. I think listening to that will really help you better understand the process by which you can put the steps into action to achieve financial freedom. So thanks so much for tuning in. I'm really confident this exercise will help you. Reach out to me if you have any questions and we'll see you next week. Thank you for watching this episode of the Doc Podcast. Be sure to visit theorthocoach.com to get access to ADA SERP recognized CE courses or to schedule a private one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me. And remember to join the Doc community on Facebook for more great content designed to help you succeed both personally and professionally. Just go to Facebook, search for the Doc community and request admission into the group. You can also find Doc on Instagram at at theorthocoach. And always remember, you have been blessed with the ability to do amazing things.